Welcome to the Kodesh Podcast. You are listening to the infallible word from the Holy Hill, God's seat of power, preached by the resident bishop, Bishop Ni Ajeduama. Let the word from the Holy Hill be a lamp onto your feet and a light onto your path. Stay blessed. Well, Kodesh Family Church Encounter Service. I'm excited to announce to you that we are in the season of deliverance as a church. And this morning, I am glad to announce to you the Spirit of the Lord is upon His servant. He has anointed Him to preach the gospel to the poor. He has anointed Him to preach deliverance to the captives and to heal the brokenhearted. This morning, Jesus is passing through this room with a word. If you are ready, why don't you with Jesus joy, clap your hands as we receive Bishop Nee Ajedu Amen. Hallelujah. As we gather in this place today. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit come and have your way. And have your way. And as we lay. As we lay. Sweep across. to touch you. Thank you, Jesus. Lift your hands. Ask God to touch you. Touch me. Yeah. 
lift your hands and just ask God to touch you in his sanctuary. Ask God to touch you in his sanctuary. There is something about you that God wants to touch this morning. There is something about you that God wants to touch. Oh, yes. Oh, touch me, Lord. Touch me, Lord. Touch me, let the spirit lift your expectations because it's your expectations that shall be met this morning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Touch us in the sanctuary, Lord. Touch us in the sanctuary, Lord. Oh, yes, the Lord is here. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. He said, The thief cometh not but for to kill, to steal, and to destroy. But he said, I have come that you might have life, and that you might have it more abundantly. Abundant life is available for you this morning. Yes, Abundant life is available for you this morning. Oh, yes, Father, we thank you. We give you the glory. We give you the praise. We give you the praise, Lord. Yes, Lord. Touch our lives. Yes, Lord. Touch the very core of our yes, lives. This yes, Lord. yes, Lord. Heal us, O oh God. Yes, Jesus the crowns of our heads, Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. Heal us. Yes. Heal us, O oh Lord. Deliver us. Deliver us from every oppression. The Bible says he sent for this word and he healed them all their diseases. Father, even as your word goes forth this morning, heal us, O oh Lord. Deliver us, O God. Deliver us, O God. Say, heal them of all, all their diseases. So heal us of every disease. From the crowns of our heads to the soles of our feet. Touch us, O God. Touch us at the very place that it hurts. Touch us at the very place that only you can do. We thank you. We give you the glory. Jesus' name, let everyone say amen. Amen. Shout a better amen. Amen. Give the Lord a better clap offering. Oh, hallelujah. Do it to the Lord. Hallelujah. I said to the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you may seated.
is where two or three gather in my name. There I am in their midst. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, there's a way by which deliverance comes that most of us ignore. And that is by the word of God. Amen. And because of most of us ignore it, we don't receive our deliverance. Jesus Christ is to us both the power of God and the wisdom of God. The wisdom of God comes by the word of God. Amen. We only believe in power. And so we ignore the wisdom that comes from the word. Are you with me? But the wisdom that comes from the word is always available to us. Amen. It's always available to us. That is what makes God makes God great because like you don't need so you don't you don't need anything really you don't need you just have to believe you know just believe what you hear and just believe the word of God the counsel from the word the wisdom from the word and it brings tremendous deliverance are you with me but we only want the power the oil pouring and things but there's great deliverance in the word hallelujah and even some of the word doesn't have to come from um, preaching but even from the counsel that even your father gives you it brings you great deliverance because if your father wants you to go to school and you don't go you see it was the counsel that he was giving you he didn't, he didn't read it from the bible but I didn't take the bible and you know, Habakkuk 3, 5, they say, you know, you have to go to school, my son. When you go to school, you have to study. You know, but as a parent, as a father, he wants you to do well. So he gives you counsel and then you refuse the counsel. And they realize that you are growing up and your life is not becoming proper. You begin to grow beard yet. You don't have any qualification to get a job. But you are growing beard. You see, <laughs> and so you realize that something that you have ignored eh, is now beginning to affect you, and your life is not going well. And so you should count yourself blessed that you are in church where the God that we serve is a God of many chances. Life, amen. Because there are a lot of us who have missed it in life because we didn't take the simple and basic counsel of our parents. Are you with me? Yeah. Are you with me? Yeah. Now this morning I'm talking about how to honor someone by paying attention to his words. How to honor someone by paying attention to his words. Amen. Amen. Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 20. He said, my son, attend to my words. Incline thine ear unto my sayings. He said that we should pay attention to his words. Hallelujah. Incline thine ear. So like you are with somebody and he's talking. and You see there's so much noise in the world. So if you are with somebody and he's talking and you know you are not hearing. You know you try to reduce the noise. To try to 
position yourself, eh? Or maybe you are talking to somebody on the phone and it's not clear. Sometimes you even press the phone to your ears. You know, you are you are trying to pay attention to what the person is saying. You are adjusting yourself, inclining your body and your ears, eh? To be able to hear. Because without hearing, you can't even do what the person is saying. In the same way, we have to really adjust our lives and adjust ourselves so that we hear the word of God. Amen? Like I said, there's so much noise in the world. There's so much activity. But just narrow it down to you listening to somebody and people making noise around. You want to say, you hear. So when we transpose that into our lives, we try hard to bring down the many things that take our attention. Amen? So that we can be able to hear what God is saying to us. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Amen. Because you see, the most important thing is God's word. In Matthew chapter 24, 25, the Bible says that heaven eh, and earth shall pass away. God said, but my word hmm, shall not pass away. Something that shall not pass away. Something that is always there. So it's like, as you are growing up, you are a child, this word applies to you. And then, as you are a teenager, it applies to you. As you be, go into, after teenager, what do you become? An adult. A young adult, it applies to you. Then from young adult to what? To an adult. It applies to you. Then from an adult to what? An old adult. <laughs> It keeps on applying to you. So that when you ignore it at the same age, it affects the other ages. Do you see? And then you realize that like it has a certain cumulative effect. Then it's piling on, piling on, piling on. And then the end is not well. But when we incline our ears to God's word, that alone is deliverance. Hallelujah. That alone is what? Deliverance. God advice that your parents have given you up to now. The daughter, you see, when they say that, oh, this one doesn't respect, we're on board it. It's not a good thing at all. Like you are building a very bad testimony as you grow. And those testimonies will catch up with you. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Proverbs chapter 7, verse 24. It says, Hacken. Unto me now, therefore, O ye children, and attend to the words of my mouth. Attend to. Pay attention. Attend to. Amen. Amen. Attend to the words of my mouth. Amen. Amen. Attend to. So it's not something that you should take casually. Are you with me? You have to attend to it. You have to pay attention to it. Amen. And when somebody is, so it's like when you don't pay attention to God's word, you are dishonoring God. You know, when Eli's children were misbehaving because God has spoken his word as to how sacrifices should be treated and they were mistreating the sacrifices in the temple of God. God was so annoyed 
that he said, look, as you have, it's like you have esteemed your children more than me by not stopping them from doing the wrong thing. So God is also going to esteem you very lightly. You'll be like chaff. Because you didn't, you know, restrict them when you could have done that. You didn't take my word as serious where the activities of your children are concerned. So then you see that God now sidelined him. Though the priesthood has come from his line, God now silenced him. But we don't want God to sideline us. Amen. Amen. We want to be at the center of God's activities. I said, we want to be at the center of God's activities. Amen. I said, amen. amen. Now, number one, honor your father by paying attention to his words. By paying attention to what? His words. Ephesians chapter 6. It says, children, are we children? Are we children? Yes, we are children. <laughs> Amen? Amen? Obey your parents in the Lord. For this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment, with promise that it may be well with thee and thou mayest live long on the earth. Hallelujah. Amen. He says, for this is right. He said, honor thy father and mother. He said, obey your parents in the Lord. Now, for every individual, you have many parents. Okay? Recently, Prophet was preaching, he said, your biological parents, they don't have enough experience in life. Eh? They don't have enough for you. Are you with me? So you need others also. Like me, my, my father never took me to a restaurant. I mean, my family, we have never gone to a restaurant before. I'm sure you do the same. Uh, the way you're looking at me. <laughs> there are people whose parents took them to restaurants. <laughs> Amen. I don't know about you, but me. My father never took me to a restaurant. <laughs> and so I didn't learn how to use cutlery at home. At home. I, use it, I learned to use that chair at a school. Go to boarding school for one day, teach you how to use cutlery. And after that, a lot of you don't know how to use cutlery. If I give you cutlery right now, you'll be holding the, the knife like this. Like a duck. No, it's true. If you like, ask your dad or give your friend, how do you hold it? People don't know how to hold it. Amen? So we all have many parents. And when you come to church, God also gives you parents. Amen. Hallelujah. So first your biological parents and all the other parents that God gives to you. Amen. Yeah. One day we went to South Korea and in the hotel where we were, in fact, the manager came around and was announcing, don't take more than you can eat. Don't take more than you can eat. I mean, it was so disgraceful, yes. Now, I'm talking about senior men. <laughs> don't take more than you can eat because people take the food plenty and they can't eat it. I actually saw one brother. The name is even coming out. He has hippies plates. There was baked beans. 
There was sausage. There was egg. There was bread. And then the unfortunate thing is that the dessert, the yogurt in the can was also sitting on it. You know, I mean, I was very, very disgusted when I saw it. You know, but you see, I say, hey, hey, but we all, you do it. I've been to buffet with some of you. I uh, see you take the main thing that's on the table going around and you are, pour, you are scoop, scooping it into your plates. Recently, I saw one. <laughs> I told my wife, I have to talk to this uh, brother. The thing goes around, there's a spoon. Scoop and put some. But he has lifted the thing and he was actually drawing, when they're throwing it into his plate. So I'm saying that you need so when they say obey your parents in the Lord, there are many parents. Amen? I'm just trying to tell you that there are parents, okay, it's not only your biological parents. But like I'm saying, my father did not teach me how to eat with cutlery. Do you understand? I was watching a documentary the other day, one of these African countries. It was in the embassy, the embassy in London. I think I was watching with you. And the ambassador, it was in the USA, eh? the ambassador was holding a spoon and eating rice. I said, wow, the ambassador. Because most countries have a place where they train ambassadors. He was eating rice. Yes, you, you don't even understand what I'm saying because you also use spoon to eat rice. So it's like what I'm saying, you are wondering, I mean, what is he saying? So if you say you will obey only your biological parents, you are making a mistake. Amen? Amen. You will lack a lot in life. You will lack a lot in life. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Because if you are relying only on what they taught you, Charlie, you will be very, very deficient. But it says that honor your parents. Your parents in the Lord. Hallelujah. A parent with an S. In the Lord. Hallelujah. So paying attention to your parents' words is very, very important. Obey your parents is the same as honoring them. Obey your parents is the same as what? Honoring them. And then the Bible says that it should be well with you. It means that the Bible said that you'll be delivered. But when, you are, when there's deliverance, there's wellness. So many of us are living under certain bondages because of lack of obedience to the word of God, to the word that is coming from the Bible directly, whether it's coming from shepherds and pastors and parents that God has given to you. And so you realize that a lot of things are lacking. Let me just give you a typical example. You see, you may be married and may be having serious financial not marital problems. But there is deliverance in the word. You have been praying and praying, waking up early to pray for God to change your husband. For there to be peace in your home. But there is a simple deliverance in the word. Which says, wives, submit to your own husbands as unto the Lord. This alone is deliverance. This is more than pouring of oil. It's more than laying of hands. Amen? When it says, husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself 
up for it. But you are not allowed to leave your wife as Christ loved the church. <clears throat> so this word alone will bring deliverance to your um, financial, your, your, your marital problems. <clears throat> Amen? Look, how is the church? Most of you came to church late. True of us. So the church, we are some way when it comes to God. This service starts at what time? Ten. Most of you came late. I was in the car park. I saw some of you now parking. So when it comes to God, if you are coming to God or you have come late, we are some way towards God. In the same way, you see, we are the bride of God. And we are some way towards God. And yet God loves us. Whilst we were, whilst we were without strength, that is when he sent Christ for us. So when you say, husband, love your wife, as Christ loved the church, it means that the wife is some way. Am I preaching? The wife is some way, but he said, love her. As Christ, so love the church. So you love her and give yourself up for her. So this alone is more than one gallon of olive, uh, extra virgin olive oil being poured on you, hands being laid on you, for your marriage to be well. The wisdom from the word. Amen. He says, submit to your own husbands as unto the Lord. To who? Your own. Not somebody's. You see, the way you ladies, you respect us pastors. When pastors say, hey, then when pastor coughs, then you run with water. Is that how you run with water when your husband coughs? I said, is that how you run with water when your husband coughs? Hardly will you see a lady arguing with the pastor. Hardly. Hardly. So normally when a lady is having problem with the husband, I say, can you argue with me? Say no. Say no. Why are you arguing with your husband? Because I am God's representative. So when he says, um, "Anna, uh, submit your own husbands and ask unto the Lord," the way you submit to me, go home and submit your wife in the same way. So just this word, just obedience to this word, is deliverance. It's deliverance. Don't call prayer warriors to be playing for you, fasting for you. Because the marriage is about to break. Don't call them. Read the word. Read the word. Amen. Husband should give offerings. Eh? Yes. Very good offering. <laughs> These young people, they look at my face. <laughs> they say, ah. <laughs> what is happening in my home? What is happening in my home? You think there's something happening in my room? Something happening in my room. <laughs> now, why, when I cough, she brings me water. <laughs> Amen. I said, when I cough, she brings me water. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, you could say there's a lot of deliverance just through the word. You see, your addiction to a person's words reveals the honor. You have for the person. Your addiction to a person's words reveals the honor you have for the person. 
And most of us are not addicted to the word of God. We are not addicted to the things that, instructions that Christ has given us. And that shows the level of honor we have for Christ. I mean, you see people in church, people come to church and, you know, somebody was telling a story. Bishop, have you traced that guy? Somebody came to church and he just befriended some lady. He wanted to go and just sleep with the lady. Now when a person comes to church, always, if I catch you, have you been able to identify the guy? The man. The woman too. That's why I'm speaking for the men. Because the woman followed you to the house. Foolish boy. I said what? You want to go and sleep with somebody that you have seen in church. Go to Abu Bloshi. There are a lot of... Uh, do that. Amen? I said what? You cannot do that. Hallelujah. Amen. So you see, you don't, you don't honor your father, you don't obey them, you don't go to school properly and you are growing beard. Then you go and impregnate somebody. So it's like your life is just compounding with problems, with challenges and then you become a problem to society. And you think that it's somebody sitting in the village who have cursed you. No, it's simple obedience and following God's word. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Your addiction to the words of Jesus reveal the honor. And I come to talk about the words of Jesus very soon. Your addiction to a person's messages reveals the honor and respect you have for the person. Those who do not listen to preaching messages are the ones who do not respect the messages. You don't respect it. And you, have, you see, there is so much God has made available to all of us. The Bible says God has given us all things that pertains to life and godliness. All things, not some things. And God, you see, the other day I went to on visitation with Sister Emuna. I went to visit one, you know, somebody. And she said she's been praying. She has some challenges she's been praying. You know, and the Spirit just said to me that God is just answering her prayers by just reappearing. Are you with me? And solving her problems. So there shouldn't be any time that we give up on the word of God. Because God does not sleep nor slumber. He's always watch over his word. That's why he says that his word will never pass away. If he says he will not leave you nor forsake you, it is his word. No matter how long it takes, at times it looks like the word is not coming to pass. But it always comes to pass. I say it always comes to pass. Amen. If you don't have challenges in life, how will you grow? When you go to school, don't you write exams? The exams are, made, are meant to make you grow academically. Eh? If you fail, you write it again. Do they suck? They don't suck. Hey, can you keep on failing? This is they don't suck. Eh? After how many? After three attempts. After three attempts, the same body will suck you. Yes. But you will not be sucked. And that is the same thing with life. 
Now, when you pass, don't you go to another level? Yes. So life is full of exams. Any challenge that comes through your life, you are being tested. Amen? And when you pass the test, you go to the next level. When you don't write the exams, it's there. It's always waiting for you. You cannot run away from it. You have to go through it. Amen. And so when you put God's word down and say God is delaying, God never delays. You can't compromise on the things of God because you think God is delaying. No. God will always come through. Hallelujah. God will always come through. So let us incline our ears to God's word, to his instruction. Is it paying attention to someone's words or advice is the evidence Amen? And we really have to think about it. Whether we pay attention to the words of Christ, we really have to think about it. Bishop was saying that he advised a certain young man to play golf. And the young man didn't do it. Then one day, he saw the young man playing golf. And was wondering, hey, what has changed? Apparently, this guy was reading a book by Lee Kuan Yew. And he saw... That Lee Kuan Yew plays golf or was advising on golf. Oh, immediately start playing. What does that mean? It means that he honors Lee Kuan Yew. But the first advice by his pastor, he didn't honor him. That's why he didn't pay attention to his words. Are you, are you understand what I'm saying? Eh? So, what, what are the words that Jesus has spoken to us that as a church we are not doing? What are the words that he's spoken to us that as an individual you are not doing? But it only means one thing. It only means that you don't honor him. It only means that, you know, you are not paying attention to him. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Number two, honor your father by paying attention without answering back or arguing. Many of us argue in our hearts when we say we are doing something as a church. You don't say it, but you argue in your heart. You say, me, I'm not part of this. Me, these things I can't do. We say, quarries, I want to do quarries on Saturdays. Nobody will come. Reverend Theo, did you come this Saturday? Reverend Theo came, nobody came. So you see, in their hearts, they argue with the instruction. In their hearts, they play back the instruction. And that is what most of us do. But when you do that, there is no blessing in it. Are you with me? Titus 2.9. You think Titus is only sardine? <laughs> he said, exhort servants. Are we servants of God? Exhort servants to be obedient unto their own masters and to please them well in all things. So not pleasing them in some things, but pleasing them in all things. And also pleasing them well. Amen? Pleasing them how? Pleasing them well in all things. Hmm? Not answering again. And I'm saying that many of us throw answers and throw questions in our hearts 
When you say, oh, we are all doing something. Is that the case? Eh? Auntie Sarah. Auntie Gloria. Auntie Sarah. Where are the rest of the choristers? You don't know. What are they doing upstairs? Absent. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hallelujah. Answering back. So in our hearts, and what is the evidence that we answer back when we don't do it? Okay? It says, exhort servants to be obedient unto their own masters and to please them well in all things. So I'm saying that, I mean, nobody knows what you are saying in your heart. It's only God who knows it and God who sees it. But the evidence that you are not saying something in your heart, the evidence that you are not agreeing is you're not doing it. Matthew chapter 28. Let's see a very important instruction that Jesus Christ has given us. Verse 18. Very, very important instruction. The Bible says, Jesus came and spake unto them. He came saying, hmm? where did he come from? He came from the dead. Imagine that it's announced that the late Professor Atta Mills is around, he's come back. And that is giving, he has a message for us all at the Independence Square. <laughs> or even Dr. Kwame Nkrumah has come back. Because most of you have heard of him, but you don't know him. That Dr. Kwame Kuma is what? He's back. And he's at Independence Square. <laughs> it's at the former Polo Grounds. He has a message for all Guineans. I tell you, we will not have to do any adverts. We will not have to send, send flyers. There will not be Andrew forms to fill. <laughs> there will not be any mobilization. We don't have to organize money for bussing. Eh? <laughs> he has come from the dead. And, the <laughs> and then he's speaking to all Guineans. I'm telling you, you know, we did very, by the grace of God, God really helped us this Good Friday. I want us to clap our hands to the Lord. For the great, I mean, the great crowds that came. I mean, if you look our efforts, because in our hearts, this thing will it work? Will it work? But Charlie, when God began to gather them, he said, it is the Lord who was doing it. I tell you. And God does things that no man can glory in it. Amen. But I'm telling you that if it's announced that Dr. Kwame Nkrumah is having a speech at the Square, the people even will come. I'm telling you. We don't have to pray about it. Like we went there on Sunday to pray for Good Friday service. We don't have to pray. People will come. And so here's the case where Jesus Christ, why also is come from the dead? And he has a message. Amen. Why will the people gather? Because Dr. Kankuma has come from the dead and he has some very important message for Ghanaians. Are you with me? Hmm? Check whether your neighbor is sleeping or, or some position of the head. The head is the same position. 
maybe the head is looking down in the same position for a long time. It's, it's very disturbing. <laughs> Put the scripture back. Matthew chapter 28. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Hallelujah. Because the last time they saw him, he was very, very weak. So he has to tell them that, Charlie, power, power don't come. Hallelujah. Power don't what? Don't come. He said, all power in heaven and in earth hmm, be given to him. Next verse. Then he said, go ye therefore. Again, I'm saying that if you honor somebody's words, it shows your appreciation if you incline your ears. And I want us to incline our ears to the words of Jesus. Amen. Church, let us incline our ears to the words of Jesus. My brother, are you listening to me? But we read you. What is your name? Eh? What? Chris. Yes, Chris is writing notes. Let us what? Incline our ears to the words of Jesus. Are you understand what I'm saying? You see, there are others who may be at your age. It's like, look, you don't, as if that all that you need is God to maybe give you strength to your dying. But you young ones, you have a lot of life ahead of you. Amen? And so you should even take the words of Jesus very more serious. Hallelujah. He said, all power in heaven and earth has been given unto me. And he said, what? Go ye therefore, put the scripture back, into the world, all nations. Go therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. All nations. Then he said, teaching them to observe all things. Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. So what was the command he gave them? Go ye therefore and teach. That's the command he gave them. They said we should teach all, teach everyone what he has commanded us. The various things that he has told them. He said go and teach the nations about it. Baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Then comes a bombshell. Verse 20. Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Hallelujah. This right there is a deliverance that God is with you. Amen. That God is with you is what? It's <laughs> deliverance. Can you see a deliverance right there? Where is the deliverance? God is with you. If God be for you, who can be against you? Would you want God to be with you in your exams? Would you want God to be with you in your workplace? Would you want God to be with you in your marriage? Would you want God to be with you in your business? He said, Lo, I am with you all the way and always. Some, hallelujah. 
and see that it's a deliverance right there. But then there is something that you have to do but to activate this deliverance. Amen? I said there is something to do to activate this deliverance. And thank God we are in a church where we are encouraged. We are not only taught, we are encouraged and room is made available to all of us to activate this particular deliverance in our lives. Receive your deliverance. I say receive your deliverance. Deliverance by the word of God. Isn't that what he said of Jesus? That he spoke his word. He sent forth his word and delivered them. As the word of God is coming and you are purposing your heart to respond to the word of God positively, deliverance is also coming to you. I said deliverance is coming to you. I said deliverance is coming to you. In the name of Jesus. So there's deliverance in obeying and responding to the word of God. There's deliverance in honoring God. Hallelujah. Exodus chapter 23. And verse 20. Behold, I send an angel before thee to keep thee in the way and to bring thee into the place which I have prepared. God has prepared a place for you and I. Amen. Even apart from the place that Jesus Christ said, I go to prepare a place for you. Here on earth. Isn't that what Jesus Christ said? That nobody was left, mother, father, brother, sister, all those things. Eh? That you will not get it in this life. You will get it in the life to come. But in this life too, you will get with persecutions. Put the scripture back. Behold, I send an angel before thee. God is sending his angels before you. I say, God is sending his angel before thee. To keep thee in the way. Whatever you are embarking upon, God's angel will keep you in the way. He will keep you in the, your education. He will keep you in your career. Hallelujah. To keep thee in the way and to bring thee into the place which I have prepared. God has prepared a place of rest for every Christian. We are going around and around and around and around and we are missing out God's place of rest. God's place of rest is in his word. The direction. Eh? The Google map to God's place of rest for you is in his word. It's in inclining thine ears to his word. It's in paying attention to his words. This is where God's place of rest for you is. Put it back the scripture. It said, beware of him and obey his voice. Provoke him not, for he will not pardon your transgressions. For my name is in him. 22. But if thou shalt indeed eh, obey his voice, and that is what we are talking about. The way you honor somebody by paying attention to the person's words. If thou shalt indeed obey his voice. Church, Jesus Christ just spoke to us from Matthew chapter 28. Hallelujah. 
I said, hallelujah. And if we will indeed obey his voice, bring back the scripture. His voice, provoke him not, for he will not pardon your transgression. For his name is in it. 22. Do if thou shalt indeed obey his voice and do all that I speak, then I will be an enemy unto thine enemies and an adversary unto thine adversaries. Hallelujah. I say, Hallelujah. The paper that you can pass that has been an enemy to you, God says you will be an enemy to that paper. That business deal that is not going through, God says you will be an enemy to it. That sickness that has disturbed you for so many, many years, God is saying that you will be an enemy to that sickness. Receive your healing right now. I say you receive your healing right now. Anything that has been an enemy to you, when you incline your ears to God, when you pay attention to God, God is saying that he will be an enemy to that particular thing. Whatever is an enemy to you that is preventing you from moving forward in life, when you incline your ears to God, he's saying that he will be an enemy to that thing. I say he will be an enemy to that thing. That is why in Matthew 28, he said, Lord, I am with you always. When God is with you, if God be for you, who can be against you? I say, if God be for you, who can be against you? Amen? So because God is with you, and you are inclining your ears to his hands, now, he's going to be an enemy to anything that stands before you. May every enemy be vanquished. I say, may every enemy be vanquished in the name of Jesus. You see, if we take something like time, he said, bring all the times to my storehouse that they may meet in my house eh? and put me in this thing and see if I will not what open you the windows of heaven and pour you out so much blessing that you will not have enough room to, cont- to contain it amen and he said then I will bind the devourer on your behalf and because, because of you God is going to rebuke every devourer why because of the first thing that you did Amen. So inclining our ears to God's word and the God's sayings is deliverance. I say it's deliverance. Receive your deliverance. I say receive your deliverance. When God is doing something for your sake, you are very, very important. I say you are very, very important. When God is doing something for your sake, you are very, very important. I'm telling you. Verse 22. He said, but if thou shalt indeed obey his voice and do all that I speak, then I will be an enemy unto thine enemies, thy adversary unto thy adversaries. So anything that stands in your way, hmm? most things don't need hands to be laid on you. Just inclining your ears to God's word. See, that is my Satan has taken our attention from God's word and rather wants us to go around seeking hands to be laid on us. Yeah. Because he knows that there is power in the word of God. Because how did Jesus Christ overcome him? Through the word. Everything that he said, he said, it is written. 
it is written. So the word, the word, the word was what brought deliverance to Jesus Christ in the Mount of Temptation. It was the word that brought him deliverance. And it's the same word that will bring you deliverance. Receive your deliverance. I say receive your deliverance. Verse 23. Then he said, For mine angel shall go before thee and bring thee, what? In unto the Amorites. All these guys are enemies. Amorites, eh? Hittites. Every Amorite in your life is being destroyed. And the Hittites, every Hittite, things that make you very tight, tight. You can't be happy. When you are taking money from your purse, very tight. Some of you, when you are giving office, you hold it so tight. Every Hittite in your life is being destroyed in the name of Jesus. I say it's being destroyed in the name of Jesus. Everything is so tight in your life. You have become like a, a, an old layer, chicken layer, bones that cannot be chewed. So tight. Be released in the name of Jesus. I say be released in the name of Jesus. He said, and the parasites, anything that stands or signifies parasites in your life, God is bringing you deliverance. Receive your deliverance now. Put the scripture back. And the Canaanites, hmm? who are the Canaanites? <laughs> you can't eat a lot of Canaan. are caning you. Is it canes produce pain? There's so much pain in your life because of a broken heart. So much pain in your heart because of the disappointments. But every pain in your heart, anything that causes you pain, I say anything that causes you pain, just incline your ears. Receive your deliverance. The Canaanites and the Hivites like some heavy load that is on you. He said, come unto me, all ye that labor, and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. There are heavy loads that are upon you. Because of that, you can't move fast. All your friends have gone ahead. You can't move fast. Because the Hivites are on you. Be released of every Hivite. Be delivered from every Hivite. In the name of Jesus. And the Jebusites. Hey! I don't know where they come from. Hmm? Is it from Jezebel? The Jebusites. Any Jezebel in your life? I say, any Jezebel in your life? That when you see, you don't know what to do to yourself. Any Jezebel that when you see, then all your guards are falling. All male Jezebites or Jezebels are destroyed in the name of Jesus. All female Jezebels are destroyed in the name of Jesus. There are also male uh, Jezebels. I'm telling you, when you see the person like there's nothing, no way. The Holy Spirit will be whispering words, they don't work. The mind stops working. You are delivered in the name of Jesus. Like the young man gave me the testimony the other day. He said that. He went to touch a certain girl. Now he wants to detach himself. It is not working. Hey! Boys, pray. I said, boys, I pray. He was trying to detach himself. The detachment was not working. 
Now the lady was demanding things. To separate with me, bring things. He went to buy them. After he bought them, he said, you go and do this one too. Hey! The last one was that he should go and bring a fowl, a cocoa. So they'll do light soup and eat together. <laughs> when he reached that one, I said, look, you are married in the spirit. So when you go and touch them, you are married them. I'm telling you. So those of you who have been going about sampling, I said, those of you who have been going about sampling, you are being delivered in the name of Jesus. I said, you are being delivered in the name of Jesus. I said, you are being delivered in the name of Jesus. Hey, young man, you are not receiving it. I said, oh, you are not receiving it. Or oh, you are enjoying the attention that comes with the young ladies. Eh? Be delivered in the name of Jesus. Otherwise, you are in school, but then you realize somebody is telling you I'm pregnant. That is permanent attachment. You know, when you go for attachment, it's just for a moment. But when a child comes in, it's permanent attachment. You have employment now. They'll register you and give you employee number. I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. It all happens when you want to incline your ears to God's word. When you incline your ears to God's word. It's something I have believed. You know, like by the grace of God, I've not gone for deliverance before, but I believe strongly God's word has delivered me from a lot of things. Yeah. Because some things that I could have done, something that I was about to do when I was young. I said, why from this? Why from such a thing? But as I have been in church, as I've been in church, as I've been in church, as I've been in church, God's word has delivered me and washed me. Hallelujah. Washed by the water of the word, the water, the word just washes us like water, and if you don't just hear it within one, but constantly, constantly, like I was saying the other day, when you are washing, you don't just push out the thin ones. What do you call it in English? Pussying. What do you call it? You also don't know. Eh? You wash. When you do that, you put the soap and you do this. No resting, resting is uh, eh? ringing. W R W R Oh, that one is squeezing the thing water. No, that one. If you don't know, it's a good attempt. Happy Grace, I thought you know. It's washing. It's washing, eh? Washing. But this dish washing is also the It's washing. So many washings. So the posine is washings. Hallelujah. And and, and and look, it doesn't when something is dirty, like you and I, the way we were dirty. Eh? It doesn't take just one washing according to Reverend Eddie for you to be a bean. It takes several, several washing, several washing, several washing. After every wash, some dead goes away. After every wash, some dead goes away. So several washing. The word always entering, the word entering. You go back, you go and do some of the things, but you don't do all. But then the washing comes. By and by, by and by, by and by, by and by, you are being delivered. I say you are being delivered. I say you are being delivered. There is somebody here, you like girls. 
right girls today is the second or third time you have come to church and I'm saying you like girls we all used to like girls but by the grace of God today we love girls we don't like girls with the love of the Lord hallelujah I say hallelujah so as the word is coming they look to Christ girls some is washed away some is left so you realize you have come to church, you have given your life to Christ, but still you like gets small, small. And then as it goes away, by and by, by and by, the world is watching you. You are being delivered. You are being delivered. You are being delivered. You are being delivered. I say you are being delivered. By the time you realize you have been delivered and you are married and you are settled, receive your deliverance. I say receive your deliverance. I say receive your deliverance in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. He said, The word of God washes you permanently. Because the word and the blood is applied. The word, the blood. The word, the blood. Amen. You see us preaching. You think when they born us, they, I don't know even when they give the Bible, when they're doing um, this thing. So, maybe the negation when we were born, those things were not there. It's adoring. Put your report and give put acquisition on your, on, your, on your tongue. Acquisition salt, eh? This acquisition water. These days they put salt and honey. Uh, butter and honey. In our days, it's acquisition they put on your tongue. If you acquisition, they say when you know, see, when you see this one, know that it is drink. When then they put water. Is that the case? These days you come to church, they lay hands on you and they pray for you. So the deliverance that we have received is through the word. It's through the word. Let's finish that scripture, verse 23. So all these guys will be cut off. And God, by deliverance, through your inclining to his words, is cutting off all these things out of your life. Verse 24. He said, thou shalt not bow down to their gods. At times, things are so difficult, you feel like passing somewhere. Wherever you, how many of you have felt that before? Like you are passing somewhere. And from time to time, you pass somewhere. Wherever you are passed, may you come back. I said, wherever you are passed, may you come back. Put that scripture back, please. I'm closing. He said, nor serve them. Nor do after their works. So there are works that people do. Works that are not works of God. When the works of God are waiting. Say, but thou shalt utterly overthrow them. Anything that is hindering you from serving God properly, we overthrow it now in the name of Jesus. And quite break down their images. The Bible says that casting down imaginations. Imaginations are images. Are you with me? That the Satan creates an imagination and you can't get rid of it. Especially those of you who watch Pono. The image, the image of the Pono is just there. Eh? Out. You know when the cartoons, when they draw in the cartoon, then they push up like a cloud on the head and the cartoon. What is the cloud? What is the person thinking? It's like a cloud, an image. 
your thoughts, because of what your eyes have seen. And your eyes like it, so you keep on going back to it. But in the name of Jesus, I said, in the name of Jesus, every such image is being destroyed in Jesus' name. And finally, verse 20, 25 says, And ye, you see, after you have been delivered from all these things, you see, when the Bible says, When an evil spirit is cast out of a man, okay, the evil spirit goes round, goes round, it comes, every the player is swept clean, but what? Unoccupied. Unoccupied. So, all this deliverance that God is delivering through His word hmm, is not for you just to remain neutral. Are you understanding? Because the man who was given talent didn't do any neutral. He was regarded as a very wicked person. So it's not for you to remain neutral. Because we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works. So in verse 25, then it says that, And ye shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless thy bread and thy water. And I will take sicknesses away from the midst of thee. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Those are the right back there. They are not receiving deliverance. Deliverance is coming by the word. And people are just sitting down and looking in the air. So he said, well, you shall serve and he shall bless. Amen. On this note, sit down. I am launching Swollen Sunday, our first Swollen Sunday of the year. Those on the right, they are not happy about whatever is going on in the church. Because, you see, after I preach to you, eh, you should thank God. You see, some, some messages, you don't know what to do. After you hear them, so, I mean, what, what next? Eh? But I am teaching you and I'm telling you what to do. Hallelujah. To honor Jesus Christ. To honor his words. To incline our ears to his words. Say, go ye therefore into the world. Those are the words of Jesus. And that's what we do on Swollen Sunday. We go into the world and bring people. There are many people who are dying out there without Christ. Are you with me? So there are many people who are dying. You see, look. 99% of pastors in the world will like a congregation like this. Big like this. They like it, I'm telling you. 99% of pastors in the world. But it doesn't mean anything. Check. Talk to the one next to you. Talk to the one next to you. The one next chair. The next chair. Next chair next to you. Can you see it's empty? Can you see it's empty? Can you see it's empty? Look at the chair. Can you see it's empty? Yours too is empty. Yours is empty. Yours is empty. Happy. It's empty. Two empties. Two of you share it. Take one, take one. You two, you have one empty there, two. Happy. Empty. Chairman, can you see? You are even sitting on two chairs. This is your small body. You are sitting on two chairs because the church is empty. <laughs> the young man is sitting on two chairs. Because why? The church is what? Empty. So slim like that, but on two chairs. If you are pregnant and you're on two chairs, you understand. So I'm saying that there are many pastors who would like such a congregation. They'll be satisfied with such a congregation. But God says, 
that we should go to the highways and the byways and compel them to come in. He said that what? That my house may be what? Maybe what? Whom what? House may be filled. But the house of God is not filled. And there are many out there. If you go out there, home washing, article, people are playing football on Sunday morning. And God says, He wants, He loves all these people. He wants all these, all these people. And He says that you shall serve and He shall bless. Hallelujah. On the 30th of April, we're having our first holy Sunday of the year. One member, five souls. Amen. One member, how many souls? One member, five souls. I said, one member, how many souls? One member, five souls. I had information during the Good Friday that our mommy had stopped his class when we were sharing flyers. I said, wow. Mommy was setting a very, very good example. She stopped the car. She was sharing flyers. But you, you see, she's alone in the car. And she has looked for people to stop. But you are in the trotter. And there are many people around you. Without doing that, you are saying, you are saying, you are saying that it will be if I get the car, I will do that. If you don't do it in the trotter, you will not do it in the car. As if you don't learn to do it in the trotter or the Uber. Do you still have trotter? They are still around. I see. One day, I said, I just wanted to be, you know, just to live past life. So I went to, I took Trotro. It was not easy. So man sitting in front of me, his knee was like a pin. Very, very bony knee. Hey, when the Trotro does it, then his knee chokes me. Say, hey, it was like bones. <laughs> when the Trotro shakes, then his knee will choke my knee. So wow. This experience, I'm sure I passed there. You also passed there in the name of Jesus. I say you will pass there in the name of Jesus. I say you will pass there in the name of Jesus. This brother is going to pass there in the name of Jesus. The way he's receiving it. When you get your car, I'll come and do the dedication. One member, five souls. There are people in your workplaces. There are people all over you. You want to bring them into the church. God says, go to the highways and byways and compel them. Comparing them is to force them into the church. That my house will be full. Amen. Don't you laugh? Just laugh. <laughs> Hallelujah. So for this Holy Sunday, you see, again, you see, I told you that the blessings of God, they don't come by promises. They come by covenants. Because look at the blessing that we're reading. Say if what? If you incline your ears before all those things happen. Amen? I said amen. amen. Those at the back, amen. amen. So we're going to share covenant forms. Hmm? This time, Bishop Dennis, I've done two. See, you fill one and bring one. Look, we are giving it today, so I will receive it on, on next week. Latest next week, all the forms should be back. But we have to call them because Swollen Sun is just two weeks away. Are you with me? Don't be happy with what you see at all. 
the church can take more. Look at the back of the three back of the, they are all empty. Ale Chapel is empty. Everywhere is empty. Look at the stage. It's empty. The very first rolling Sunday that we did in this church, eh, there were about 12,000 people. That's first and second service. Is that the case? Second service was about, second service was the most, about 9,000. Everywhere was full. Amen. And there are some things I'm going to introduce in this church. Are you with me? Some things I'm going to introduce after the swelling Sunday. When we come to church, people give their life to Christ. I will march the church out group by group to go and take one each. So I'll say, classical gospel, go. They will go. Somebody, people are waiting, but they will take one each. Then I'll say, pastors. Then I'll say, all oh, those sitting here. Because God needs his people to be cared for. And make this. He didn't say we should go and preach or win souls. You go and make disciples. Disciple is a, is, is, is a student. A student of the word. Hallelujah. Teaching them to observe. How will you teach them to observe if you don't bring them back into the church? One member. I said one member. I said if you have the forms, you can distribute it because I'm closing soon. You don't have it, so I can I can go on with my and close my service. Okay, you wait, wait. Everybody sit down. Everybody sit down. Hallelujah. Shall we rise on our feet? I want to pray for a group of people this afternoon. Just lift your hands. God is bringing deliverance to the church. Deliverance has come to the church. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lift your hands and just begin to pray. Begin to thank God. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Begin to thank God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes. Lord, thank you. Thank you for deliverance. Thank you, Lord, for deliverance. Thank you, God, for double deliverance. Deliverance has come by the word already. But there's deliverance also coming right now. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Bless the, the name of the Lord. Yes, Jesus. You were born in the month of March. I want you to come forward right now. Everybody else, just lift your hands wherever you are. And just yes, continue to pray. You were born in the month of March. Deliverance is coming to my bones. From a long line. And the one behind. Leave a gap between you and the one in front. The rest of the congregation just continue to pray. Libro Santa. Oh yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. 
Shende kabranda kabrone kalababala baba. Kibron de karama sante kaboshi kataya. No, Sada, you are in front here. Lift your hands. Lift your hands. Oh, yes. Ikonde pe sato. Labrande katanda broshi katana baba. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you, Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, yes, yes. yes oh, he's here. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Mandele, bebele, bebele, bebele. Makabo, Thank you. Thank you, Lord, for healing, for deliverance, for blessing. Receive it now. Receive it now. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes. Yes. Yes, Lord. Touch. Touch and deliver, Lord. Touch and heal. Touch and bless. Touch and bless. Thank you, Jesus. Lift your hands. Lift your hands. Yes. 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 Be blessed. Be blessed. Be 
Be blessed. Be blessed. Yes. Yes. Receive the spirit of laughter. Let the spirit of laughter come upon you now. Take it now. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Receive it. Receive it now. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Receive it now. Yes. Receive it now. Receive it now. Yes. Receive it now. Yes. Receive it now. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Receive it now. In the name of Jesus. Oh, yes. Receive it. Receive it. Thank you. Take it. Yes. Take it. Take it. In the name of Jesus. Receive it now. Oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Receive help. Receive strength. Receive help. Receive strength. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. In the name of Jesus. Be blessed. Yes, be blessed of the Lord. Be blessed. Be blessed. Man de Kalamabana. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. Oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you. In the name of Jesus. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes, we deliver. We deliver. We deliver. In the name of Jesus, we deliver. We deliver now. In the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. 
Lift your hands. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Bless. from the Lord on every sickness a curse on every sickness growths are being cursed now in the name of Jesus he said your enemies will be his enemies your adversaries will be his adversaries yes. everything that's an enemy to your life an enemy to your progress yes. an enemy to your happiness in the name of Jesus as it has positioned itself the Lord is taking a stand against any such enemy right now yes Lord in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus wherever you are just lift your hands and receive your deliverance right now receive your deliverance right now wherever you are receive your deliverance right now receive your deliverance right now in the name of Jesus roots are dissolving Pains are vanishing. In the name of Jesus, growths are dissolving. Pains are vanishing. Anything that has positioned itself against the children of God, in the name of Jesus, I guess it now. I guess it now. I guess it now. And I command you to have your freedom. Anybody there who is falling, bring the person to me right now, quickly. Bring the person to me. Mande Kalaba Sakataya. Receive your deliverance. I say, receive your deliverance. Receive your deliverance. Receive your deliverance. In the name of Jesus. He said, He's sent for this word. He's sent for this word. And heal them. Bring me oil. Bring me oil. Lift your hands. Oh, yes. Thank you. Receive deliverance now. From every bondage. Anything that is tied on your neck to weigh you down, you are being delivered from it right now. 
Jesus, be free. Be set free now. Be set free now. Be set free now. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes. Get to me. I will trust. I will trust. Thank you, Lord. Oh, who the sun shall set free? It's free. I will trust in you. Let's go. Oh, yes. Thank you. I want some ladies to help to cover her up. Let's cover her up. Let's cover her up. Yes. Who the sun shall set free is free indeed. Yes. Satan, I rebuke you. I rebuke you. Take your hands on this one. Be free. Be free. Be set free. Be set free. In Jesus' name. Lift your hands. You are sick in your body. Just place your hand where that sickness is. You are receiving healing right now. Roads are dissolving. Pains are vanishing. From the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. Receive healing now. In the name of Jesus. I say receive healing now. In the name of Jesus. Whatever is causing confusion in your head. Whatever is causing the confusion in your head. Receive your deliverance now. Receive your deliverance now. Receive your deliverance now. I command every confusion, every confusion to leave in the name of Jesus. Every confusion. I guess you. I rebuke you. You take your hands off. Receive it now. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes. Father, we thank you. Jesus, God is giving 
Bless your life. Stretch to do more. Yes. Stretch to do more. Thank you. Oh, yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes. Bless his works. Anoint them. Stretch to do more. Yes. Stretch to do more. Yes. You shall say. And they shall bless. Thank you. Strength to do more. To do more. Yes. Strength to do more. Strength to do more. Yes. Receive it now. Receive it now. Receive it now. Receive it now. Strength to do more. Yes. Bring it to me. Bring it to me. To do more. To do more. Yes. You always thank you. Oh, yes. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Oh, yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yes. It's God cleaning. It's God cleaning. He said he will bless you. And you will do more. In the name of Jesus. Oh,
Lift your hands and just thank God. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. You have sickness in your body. Just touch that place where the sickness is. As I make this final prayer, in the name of Jesus, I command every sickness to dissolve. Yes, Lord Jesus. Pain in the neck, go away. Pain in the chest, go away. Pain in the head. I rebuke you. Growth in the body. I curse you. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Be gone. In the name of Jesus. Be gone. Yes. Be gone. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Jesus. For your deliverance yes, and Lord. your healing. In Jesus' name. Everybody say amen. You go back to your seats. Let's all stand for a minute as we bring the service to a close. Wherever you are, hurry up back to your seats. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Maybe somebody invited you to church today. 
can hear my voice. You can see me. I'm inviting you this morning or this afternoon to surrender your life to Jesus. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. Everybody standing, please. Pastor, pray with me. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. I want to give myself to Jesus. I want to be born again. Maybe you have heard it said before. You may not even understand what it is. But I want you to, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. Yes. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. The Bible says, I shall come to find that anyone who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Today is your day of salvation. Pastor, pray with me. Wherever you are, I want you to just lift your right hand and say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Lift your hand very high. I want to see it where I am. The Bible says that when Jesus was born, wise men came looking for him. It's wise people who come to Jesus. Lift your hand wherever you are. Your hand is lifted. I want you to come to me right now. Just come to me wherever you are. to Jesus come on to sound of my voice you have not given your life to Jesus you want to give your life to Jesus this afternoon maybe you are saying next time but no one has promised any of us next time today and now is the day of salvation maybe you didn't lift your hand but there is still room here for you. You want to say, Pastor, I didn't lift my hand, but I'm coming. Wherever you are standing, I said, when Jesus was born, it was wise people who came to look for him. The Bible said the fool says in his heart there is no God. But I don't think that there is any fool here. You are not born again. You are not giving your life to Christ. Why do you want to give your life to Christ? Don't think about your friends on your left or your right or in front of you or behind you. They're not important at all. As a matter of fact, they don't even exist where this issue is concerned. You want to say, Pastor, I want to join. 
In less than a minute, I am praying with those in front here. You want to leave wherever you are and come and join them. In less than a minute, I'm waiting for you. Let him have his way. Come on to Jesus. Come on to Jesus. Give him your life. Give him your life today. somebody and you are questioning yourself should I go or I shouldn't go should I go or I shouldn't go should I or I shouldn't or maybe you have taken such a decision before but after you took that decision between you and God the distance has even become further but there is always room at the cross I want you to take a step and come here take a step and come here to Jesus. Come on to Jesus. Give him your life. Give him your life today. Come on to Jesus. Give him your life. Let him have his way. your own prayer and pray from your heart believing that as you pray God is hearing you maybe you are in a congregation you can also pray congregation let's pray together with them say heavenly father heavenly father congregation everybody let's pray say heavenly father heavenly father I thank you for Jesus I thank you for Jesus who died for me who died for me this afternoon this afternoon I'm coming to you I'm coming to you and I'm asking you to please forgive me to please forgive me of all my sins of all my sins please wash me please wash me from every sin from every sin and from every iniquity from every iniquity please wash me in the blood of Jesus please wash me in the blood of Jesus make me as white as snow make me as white as snow please write my name please write my name in the book of life in the book of life so that one day, so that one day, I will be with you. I will be with you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. For saving me. Please help me. Please help me to be a good Christian. To be a good Christian. Please help me. Please help me to come to church. To come to church every Sunday. Every Sunday. Please help me. Please help me to serve you. To serve you all the rest of my life. All the rest. of I thank you. I thank you for saving me. For saving me. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless you for listening to this message. For more information on upcoming programs and events, visit our Facebook page, Kodesh Family Church Ghana HQ. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every day. And remember, God's word as a lamp onto your feet and a light onto your path.